Hey guys, welcome to the Save Continue podcast, where every week we get together and talk about video games and video game related stuff. As always, I'm Shanae Howard, and with me is Ryan Robinson. Good evening, everybody. This is Ryan. Wait, hold on. This is my radio broadcaster voice. Uh, this is Ryan Robinson talking. Hi. I- you did a bit better earlier. Yeah, it sounds a little too nasally. It's like I like I to talk like that. You get you gotta close your throat up like this, so you sound like this. Now you just sound like Count Dracula. <laughs> Blue. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, That's just a voice that I came up with. I'm gonna try incorporating it more into my daily life and see how it how it works out. So. Um, I'm going to be field testing it with my wife for the next three weeks, nonstop, and we'll see how we'll see how she receives it. Uh, I mean, so sorry to hear about your divorce in the future. Sure. But, uh, <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. So, what have you been playing this week? What have you been up to? Oh, Besides, man. Uh, workshopping voices. <laughs> I don't know, man. I've been up to quite a bit in the last week. Um, so I. I actually started playing. Um, I, I start. I started another playthrough of Final Fantasy Fifteen, and you, you missed your boy. Actually, it's funny that you say that because um, when I uh, when I loaded the game up, and at the beginning of the game, you like it's like this the the four of them like pushing the car along <laughs> the road, and then like I'm like listening to their banter, and like I actually caught myself saying, "I missed you guys." Because <laughs> I like I really I like I didn't realize how much I had missed them until that moment. You love those boys. Yeah, I'm so happy to see. <laughs> they're, they're so they're so great. I love them. Uh, so I've been kind of getting into that um, now. So uh, this is something that my wife actually has commented on pretty frequently as far as um, open world or otherwise nonlinear games. Is that I have a tendency to kind of. Uh, singularly focus on the current objective that the game has given me and not like doing any kind of exploring. I don't open any, I don't go around opening random boxes or anything like that. Um, but then like, so with Final Fantasy 15, like on this time I've been kind of doing more of that. Like I've been kind of going more off the beaten path and finding like different pickups and stuff. Um, now one of the things I'm excited about is I'm playing the Royal edition now because that was one of the game. That was one of the games that they gave us, for like the PlayStation Plus collection for uh, for your PlayStation Five or whatever, and um, so I had the I had like the base game, but the Royal Collection comes with all this, di- all this extra stuff, um, and one of those things is an accessory that Noctis can wear that makes it so that his uh, his friends will now be impervious to friendly fire when he casts spells. That was one of my huge sticking points with Final Fantasy Fifteen. Is every time I use magic. Like, my friends are going to get hit with it, and, like, it bummed me out. So I never used magic ever. But now, like, it's not – now, like, I can use magic all I want, and it's, like, it's not a thing. It's not a problem. Um, but, hey, guys, I learned how to stop hitting you. <laughs> yeah, well, like, it's, it's, it's weird, right? Because it's, like, a it's, a it's a very weird design choice to have all the spells be area of effect spells. Because, in the, like, in the fights, like, everybody's, like, just bunched together. Like, everybody's, like, in this, like, very tight, small circle. And so – Everybody who you cast when you cast a spell, everybody's getting hit. So, um, 
yeah so let's all join in yeah uh so that was that's but that's been that's been nice and also um i've uh uh we've been we had been uh kaylee and i have been playing a lot of borderlands 3 and we both got the platinum yesterday so what congrats what up no one can fuck with you like no one can fuck with us (laughs) actually it's funny because like um okay so every every time we get the plat she and I get the platinum in a game. She always gets the platinum first. Uh, every time. Like, without fail. What's funny about this one, though, is that I've already completed a playthrough of Borderlands 3. Like, before she and I started playing together. Like, we rolled new characters and everything. But I had already done a playthrough of the campaign before. Uh, before she had ever even played the game. And she still, <laughs> she still got the platinum before I did. Um, so, I don't know. But but to be I, to be fair, she's, she's better than you. I don't know what to tell you. To be fair, actually, there's there's not. I don't really have a way to say face on that. But um, yeah, so you know. But it, it's cool though. It's a, it's uh, so most of my time with Borderlands, with any of the Borderlands games, has been like solo. Like every once, like with Borderlands Two, I spent a fair amount of time playing with playing with a couple friends. Uh, but most of my time with it, it was solo. But it's been really cool, like playing uh, playing through this game with my wife. And um, one thing I know, one thing I didn't notice before is that the in this one, like the characters kind of comment back and forth to each other, and like you know, like give each other props when they do stuff when they do when they do stuff well. So it's it's really it's a neat thing to see. Um, I think that they did that summon too, because like my experience has been different than yours. I think that's also for a reason why we have like different conversations when we talk about Borderlands. Like I have. I don't think I've ever played the game solo. If I have, yeah. very little of it. I've always played with somebody else. Yeah, and I don't know what it is about those about games of that type where most like I guess I think it's a lot of the time if I'm playing a game like that in multiplayer, I I'm always gonna want it to be with friends. I'm very like I'm very not into the idea of playing those games with people I don't know. Um mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, it's it's fun to actually like play that game, you know, with someone else and like go through go through the whole thing and like compare loot with one another. It's it's a nice little time. Um, I, like you also get to use more of the loot too, because there's so many times like you like because there's only like the four four rolls on there. Yeah. So you're just like, well, I don't I don't need this, but I guess it's like cool or whatever. So it's more exciting because like yeah. it's like, oh hey, somebody on my team can use it. But I also feel like. None of the characters, at least in the first two, I can't speak upon the third. Do I think that they're optimized for solo play? Uh, so there are builds for like there are solo builds for like every character. Um, I kind of tend to go with more multi-purpose builds because I, I feel like I want to be equally effective um, playing the game. Like when perhaps you know she doesn't feel like playing the game with me or. Or, or whatever um but and then we've been getting a little bit into some of the dlc stuff um and that's that's been that's been like there's a uh like one of the characters has a uh has a paranormal like a, has a paranormal podcast a paranormal true crime podcast called mysterious Lear. and like you just go to different places and like it's always like some kind of murder you have to like some murder that you're having to solve, and she always comments. A murder, most <laughs> Yeah, and she's like always commenting, and she's like the whole time she's using her uh, her true crime podcast voice, 
and it's it's just it's it's very funny. Um, but and then I've I've also picked up um, Ace Combat Seven, which is a game that I've been that I've had in my collection for a while, but I never really got around to like really playing it because I I I ended up because I bought it when I was playing Persona Five Royal, and I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna I'm gonna play Royal. Like, cause like I was naive, right? Cause I was like, I'm gonna play Royal. I'm gonna finish Royal. I'm gonna be fine. I'm just gonna be. Able, I'll pick up Ace Combat after that, right? I didn't know that finishing finishing Persona Five would like ruin other games for me for like two weeks, and like and then I just like <laughs> sunk into this like depression because I was just so sad about. Cause I remember um, the the morning I finished Persona Five Royal, which I got I popped that platinum at exactly seven a.m. on a Saturday because I was up that late. Um, and like, oh, I you were up that early. <laughs> no, I was. I I started at like some point at at the previous night, and I was just like playing until seven a.m. the next morning. And uh, I like after the credits were done, like I crawled into bed, and then uh, Kayla was like, "Oh, I was." I told like Kayla woke up as I got into bed, and I was like, "Hey, I got the platinum." And then she was like, "Hey, good job." And I was just like laying there, like I was just like laying there with my eyes open for a little bit, and I was just like. I'm sad. <laughs> and she was like, and she was like, wow. I was like, I miss them. <laughs> uh, and like, and then like, then the next like half an hour, four or five minutes was like her listening to me talk about like how much I miss them and how sad I am that I don't get to see them anymore. And, but uh, yeah, but yeah, Ace Combat 7 is like a really, it has me wondering like why there aren't more games where you're flying jets and shooting at other jets because this game, it's just really cool. It's like a really cool feeling, you know? Um, and I played a couple of Ace Combat games before, um, but I don't know. This one is like really, it's really like the story is like pretty nuts, uh, but like it's just a really cool feeling like seeing it, like having these jets and like seeing like all these jets like doing all these maneuvers and missiles flying everywhere. It's just, it's awesome. Um, a lot of people like. I don't, not a lot of people, I don't think a lot of, uh, like, casual fans really like 3D combat, because, like, you also, because, like, I mean, most people complain about water levels, most people complain about, like, anything where you have to, like, a different maneuverability, and I just don't think there's enough, like, popular games that are mainstream where people build up the muscle memory to, like, see, like, fight sims and, like, flight and like flying games as like really an avenue they want to go down. Yeah. They just like don't know. Yeah. The cool thing though, is that Ace Combat has like two control schemes. Like one is more complicated. Um, and the other one is like very simplified and like very, like almost. That's arcade-y. A funky mode. Yeah. That's, it's got a funky. It's not like, it's really not a funky mode though, because <laughs> like you still have to like the only real, excuse me. The only real difference that I've been able to see between the, the two control schemes is the way that you turn the plane. Um, I'm not really going to get into it because I don't know enough about planes to like talk coherently about it. But it that's the real that's the real main difference. Um, you can flip that some bitch. Yeah, a yeah. Bit better. I'm gonna flip that. <laughs> I'm gonna flip that some bitch. Um, uh, but also, I have been spending quite a quite a lot of time um, learning to code and learning programming. Um, Ooh, which, uh, what are you using? What are you learning? I'm learning Python at the moment. Uh, That's helpful. And 
I don't know. I, I feel like, and this is actually kind of going to feed into the main topic a little bit, but like, I don't know. I've been thinking about like, um, like kind of like, well, it started as like me, like, you know, thinking like, you know, I want a new skill, you know, and I think I want, I want a skill that is like marketable. Right. And so it was, so it got to the point where I was like, you know what, I'm going to pick this up and I'm start doing it. But like the more I was doing it and the more that I was like learning about it and learning the way, like the more I understand like the way code works and the way, um, the way like things work in the background on games and stuff. Like it has me thinking like maybe like this, maybe I'll, you know, see if I can apply it to that. I remember I mentioned, I mentioned this to, uh, to Tom a few, a few weeks ago, like in, in conversation, um, I was like thinking like, I was talking about, I was like, yeah, I'm going to learn this and make a little game. And he, he, he went, he did this, he did this noise. He did this noise. He goes, "Mm." Mm." (laughs) and, but I, I remain undeterred because uh, I think it's, it's one of those things where the more I learn about it, the more fascinated I become. Um, People tend to like shit on stuff when like you first learning something like, Oh, I'm going to, like it may be naive to think that you could ever like that someone can accomplish it with like what the trajectory they're on, but I mean like all you're doing is like shitting on somebody because like what if they do like that excitement of like hey me starting this out could end up here yeah well keeps me going with it and keeps you wanting to reach I, that goal whether I do or not I normally like try harder and do more if I have and, like a goal that I want and to to be fair I I think that it was I I uh, to be fair I do tend to be kind of idealistic with a lot of things. And I think, I think he was trying to help me temper my expectations. Um, but that being said, um, I feel like I'm learning more and like in a very good pace. And like, I've, I'm actually working with a really good friend of mine who is, uh, he, I'm not going to tell you for whom he works, but he is, a he's a, he's a, uh, um, a lead, in, uh, a, a lead engineer at one of the, at a popular, well-known uh, GPU manufacturer, and um, and he's been telling me he's been teaching me like a lot of shit about like how this works and like like answering like basically all my questions about like like if I get an error, I'm like, what's this? What's going on here? And then he'll like he won't tell me the answer. He'll like talk me through it and like so, and, like and it's been helping me. And it's it's been so it's been like and it's been one of those things where like four hours will pass by and I'll be like, oh shit, I gotta go to bed. Because <laughs> like, like it's like it's one problem after another to solve, and it's like it's really fun, like putting those p- those puzzle pieces together. Um, so I've been having a really yeah, good time with and it. having having a mentor definitely helps. Yeah, absolutely. And I also discovered like this week, like how much I actually don't care for unsolicited advice. Like, and I was actually I was asking like different people like today. I was like I was like, hey, does unsolicited advice bother you? Cause it, and like there, and like a lot of people were like, you know, it, it can sometimes just depends on what I'm talking about. And then, but I was like, and I'm, but I'm here like, it almost always bothers me because <laughs> like, I don't know. It just, it, cause, uh, I don't know. It, I don't, just, it just bugs me. I don't know. Huh? I don't know how we are friends then. <laughs> well, like, cause like it, it's, well, it's one of those things like where like it bugs me, but it's like, I'll, you know, I'll deal with it. You know, it's not like it's not a huge deal, but like I could do without it, I think. 
also depends for depends on me as well. If yeah. I'm just like, ugh. If I tell somebody like, hey, I just want to vent about like the bad day I had. Yeah, exactly. And then I talk about it. If I, but that's like if I tell them like, hey, I just want to vent. And instead of them, but if I'm just like, oh, all this shit's going off at work and I'm like stressed. Yeah. I don't know. Like, and I'm like, vent, and I am venting to somebody, but I didn't like preface like, hey, I just want this and they give advice. I just take it as like, they adore, they really care about me and they don't want me to be stressed and upset and wants to help me like find avenues for that. So I'm not that way. I don't know. Well, (laughs) (laughs) Well, like the reasonable part of me knows that like that's likely where they're coming from. Right. But the unreasonable part of me, which is arguably the larger part of me doesn't believe that. (laughs) So, or does not, or just like chooses to completely ignore that. But anyway, Shanae, what are you playing this week? Um, so I, I think I told you last week or the week before, but my sister restarted her island on Animal Crossing. Right. My mom, also, my mom's also starting to get into it too. I think she did the tutorial um, today. But um, so I was thinking about you know restarting my island too, just like restart the journey, and like maybe that would get me to like want to play it more consistently. So I was going through my island and I was like, ah, some of this is pretty cute. Forget how cute this is. Yeah. And then I was like. No, no, it's fine. I was like, I, I'll just give it up. It's, it's, it'll restart it. It'll be all fresh. It'll be fine. And so I'm like, well, I can go over to my sister's island, drop off a bunch of the stuff that I like collected, like yeah. money wise and like other resources. That way, I don't do that stupid grinding. <clears throat> so I started clearing out my like 1400, 1400 like piece storage, and. I realized I don't think I so I realized not, so I chose not to restart my island because I realized that like the hoarding was the problem because I would just like make sure I have one of everything that I've made or found like in my storage so if I wanted to do something like hey I want to make it this like cute camp area like I don't have to like go and buy or find or build stuff yeah and I think and I think the hoarding actually killed it because like I cleared out most of the things that I have there's like I think I went down to like 200 items from 1400. So it was like a lot. I have so much money. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I've been having a lot of fun getting back into Animal Crossing. Um, I've also really been busy still on that, that house hunting grind. Uh, anybody else is looking for houses right now. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. it, it sucks right now. Yeah. It's not just like, it's not just like San Antonio. It's like across the U S but like San Antonio is also like really bad. But um, so we've been like really stressed and trying to do that. And then um, also finished up uh, Captain America or uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. And then, uh, but I also watched all the Captain America movies. And then uh, I've been watching the circle season two. Anybody who's like listening to this and also watches that. Great show. So hold on, hold on a second. So I am a huge fan of the Circle season one. I love the Circle, right? Um, I don't necessarily. Shoopy. Yeah, well, <laughs> sure, but like um, this season, like I didn't really make it. I don't think I made it past the first episode because like the the personalities were bothering me. Something fierce. Uh, 
you should this season is so interesting because uh, I also actually even went and got season one two three and the celebrity edition of the UK version because I've already watched the Brazil and France version I tried to watch the Brazil but, uh, version and like I for some reason I was like I can't I don't know like I was I was having a hard time uh, well, like, so with it, they do have to break down a lot of things like about Brazilian millennial culture. Yeah. So there was definitely some things I had to like look up. I'm like, all right. they're like, oh, I'm from the north. I'm like, well, what does it mean? What does that, what, is it, what does that mean? <laughs> I've never been to Brazil. What does so, that mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, so I had to like go and look up like stereotypes for each region they were from. Yeah. And they talked about. I was like, oh, okay. Which I do feel like guilty for being like, what's the stereotype of this? Yeah. But. Uh, was is it was it Chloe? Was Chloe what killed it for you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, no, I'm super enjoying the season two. And then uh, what else did we just? We also just finished something else up that we were watching. Uh, but yeah, I've just been like watching stuff, house hunting, Animal Crossing, Persona Five. I, but, um, I'm now done with Size Castle. I think last time yeah. I talked to y'all like, in depth about the show, I had finished the first portion then i had to go back right so i finished it and up on to the 17th and then you can turn the do the calling card on the 18th of november so uh i'm right so i saved and stopped right before that um um apple mobile games and yeah i think that's about it i've been i've been very busy sure um, also, like stuff going on with work too, and uh, I just got a promotion, so been in training and like mentally a little bit thin, but I am very excited to finish Persona Five Royal. Yeah, um, I wanted to, I want to finish it and talk to you about it. Just prepare to be sad. Just be ready to be ready to cry, okay? Because look, uh, so like I like yesterday, I think. I think it was yesterday morning. I was um it was like yesterday morning or the or the day before. I was like I was laying in bed and I was I was like I was going through uh I was going through Reddit, but like I had I had music on. I had music on my Spotify and my phone while I was doing that. And I pulled up the uh the end credits theme for Persona 5 Royal and like I was like cuz I cuz I was just like I'm going to I'm gonna see if I can get through this song without without getting choked up. I didn't get through the song without getting choked up, but I did finish the whole song this time. But uh, you, yeah, uh, the the finale of uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, I cried. Yeah. I cried during the finale a couple times. You know, but also that reminds me, I wanted to talk to you about one thing on the sh- on the show. I don't know if you. Have you seen the Mortal Kombat movie? So I was one? I had made plans to try to do that before we recorded tonight, but um, time kind of got away from me with like cooking dinner and everything. But um, uh, I want you, I want your spoiler free thoughts on this film. I can see why fans of the franchise do not like the movie because I've heard quite a lot of vocal criticism online. Right. But as a casual fan of the series, I liked it i get why people don't like the new character that's added to this one it's supposed to be um like how uh johnny cage used to be like the watcher insert for it uh there's a new one so like 
and he's supposed to be like essentially the vehicle of like this generation like being into these movies right so i i i don't know i had a lot of fun watching it i had a lot of fun well that's the point right i think i think i said it in uh the text messages, but like similar to things like Guns Akimbo or Crank, yeah. or it's just like really silly. And if you point, if you pick up the plot, then yes, it's gonna suck. I do still think that those two movies, plot wise, are probably more solid than the Mortal Kombat movie, which is saying, but it's fun. I don't know. I so much fun. There's there's so many times where I was that I just wanted to be like, they did the thing, they did the thing. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, like, I don't know. I think, like, a lot of people were like, okay, so this is, like, the, my, my stance on movies that are a, that are based on existing properties is that I've always, I've personally always felt that people tend to be too precious with, like, the source material. Like, fans, I feel like, tend to be too precious with the source material, and it just really bothers them when someone else, like, does something different with that stuff. Uh, like, and it's always comes from a place that like makes me feel like I have to say like, Hey, you guys know that like Mortal Kombat still exists, right? And it's not like Mortal Kombat has been awesome the whole time. Like Mortal Kombat has, has some inconsistencies in the history of that franchise. It's okay for things to be different once in a while. Right. But yeah, like, yes, there's definitely some like uproar about like the new character's name is Cole Young. Uh, about, like, you know, they have issues with Cole Young, uh, like, backstory and what his stuff is, because, like, you know how, like, some of them can do special things yeah. or whatever? In the movie, they call it Arcana. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, wait. So, every special thing that everybody can do is Arcana. Essentially. Okay. So Sub Zero's like ice how... blast. That's Arcana. They don't like go into Sub Zero's. So like, um, like Liu Kang. Like his whole thing is that like, uh, and then uh, what's the what's the fire guy? Fire. Scorpion. The one that is... no, he's like a he's on like the in the. Old old Mortal Kombat movie. He's like nice, and then he's like nice in this one too. Old Fire Guy. Not old Fire Guy. He's in the old movies. He's young. He's like the same age as like the main characters Raiden? in the movies. No fire. He does fire. He shoots fire. L- Liu Kang. <laughs> Is that Liu Kang? Yeah. Who's the guy with the hat? That's Kung Lao. With... Oh, Kung Lao. Yeah. Yes. All right. So like, Kung Lao and Liu Kang are in this movie, <clears throat> and like. They are able to do their special stuff because of Arcana. And uh, okay. I, all right, I'm gonna do one spoiler thing real fast. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know how to time this for anybody. I'm super sorry. Um, but Kano's like laser eyes are Arca- Arcana. Uh, okay. So okay. Like some, I've heard also so that like all the all the Earth people Arcana, all the outer worlds or other worlds not Arcana. Okay, there's just some, that's just things they can do. Yeah, it's like a it's but it's like a you unlock it. Sure. Sure you have to unlock so your potential. He, like, yeah, so it's essentially that. It's very much like I like 
like how a lot of like I, I will use this as like the new example like Mulan like the live action movie they um they say that like Mulan has a lot of chi and her chi is so sure. strong and that's why she can do all this stuff sure but like all chi means is essentially like blood yeah or like she's got a lot of blood to her blood <laughs> but only boys can have chi you see I no see. girl should have chi that strong so girls have weaker blood obviously well gender is a construct uh, Shanae, so we're not worried about it well apparently in the phoenix live action mulan chinese or like chinese thing like that's the, that's how that works huh. um yeah i don't know it's just like one of those things where i'm like i did like finish the movie and be like they never explained what the fuck Arcana is. <laughs> well, they, it's a it's a it's a it's a planned multi part franchise, I think. So maybe in the later multi level marketing scheme. <laughs> <laughs> maybe in the later one, but I okay. I have heard that Kano is the best part of the of this movie. He's the he's the he's the comic relief. He brings the brevity oh. in the in the more. Is it, is it like hello, baby? I'm Kano. Yeah, he, like that. No, like he has like funny lines, but like is he Australian? Like, all the other characters, yes. Okay. All the other characters are more sherry or more sherryish. <laughs> all the other characters are serious. Yeah. But then he's just like, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna do whatever. I'm Australian. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, and, and then when he unlocks his like arcana, which yeah. is like his laser eye. Laser eye. Like, yeah. I knew I'd be the first person to unlock my arcana. Kettle like, like, rules, bare, man. And then. <laughs> And then uh, I I've never played this character, or I don't think I've ever played a game with this character. Mm -hmm. But Cabal. Oh, Cabal uh, is a like smoky. Yeah, Cabal. I know Cabal. He's he does smoky stuff and has like little thingies. So he's really cool in the movie. Yeah. I think he's super cool in the movie. And I've heard a lot of people who are very big fans of the franchise enjoy the way that Cabal was done in some aspects, but still complain about others. By the way, I didn't know who he was. I thought he was super fucking dope. Yeah. Uh. So. I, w I remember I was watching the uh, the uh, the trailer for the for the movie, and um, <laughs> uh, so one of the things about Jax, right, is that the 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 origin of his metal arms has changed a few times. Uh, so in Mortal in Mortal Kombat three. The arms, they were cybernetic implants. Like, they were placed over his original arms. So his real arms are still under there, right? And then in Mortal Kombat 9, which when they rebooted the lore, uh, a character named Ermac used telekinesis to make his arms explode. And then they replaced them with the metal arms, okay? Now, then there's a live-action miniseries, web series, called Mortal Kombat Legacy, Okay. And yeah. that Jack lost his arms because a grenade exploded behind his back. Okay. And then in this movie, from what I saw, some zero freezes Jax's arms off. Like they just, they always oh, change it. <laughs> I will say sub zero is like, it's pretty fucking badass. Like, yeah. There's a lot of really cool, uh, special effects they did with that. Um, they, um, I think that, all right, I don't want to spoil any of it. Whatever you watch it, let me know. But yeah. um, I'll probably watch it. Uh, so what? At what tomorrow. That, one of the things that like Berto didn't like, what she thought was like a like besides the plot, but is that um, they made reptile an actual like reptile alien thing again instead of it being like a ninja named reptile. Uh, 
I mean, and so, and I, I know I feel I feel a lot of people also complain about that, and I just feel like well, like it adds a different like a character that can do different stuff, but also like when you think of like casual fans or little kids watching this, I mean, you shouldn't have like a five year old watching this, sure, but like the teenagers that are gonna watch this, like that maybe aren't into Mortal Kombat before, like it just brings a difference in there of like who that character is. I just I rather than another ninja. So here's what I think. I think one reptile is reptile, you know, like it's it's not like he's I'm not gonna call I'm not gonna call him a nothing character, but he's kind of like of Sub Zero. Well, the thing about it is that like it doesn't really matter what he because like in yes in previous Mortal Kombat's he was a ninja, but at the same time his ninja face was just a mask that he wore over his lizard face. Okay, and then Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat Nine, I think it was. He was just a full on lizard dude. Like, who gives a shit? It's it's whatever. But um, I will say this: the Kano being Australian was a thing that didn't start until the live action Mortal Kombat movie from 1995, right? And then from then on, he was just Australian all the time. Like in the games, he's Australian <laughs> now. Like because I think, and I'm certain because of that. Uh, so I think that whatever these movies, whatever the these movies turn out to be, like whatever culmination of these movies comes to be, I think that there will be the movies will have some kind of influence on the direction of the games in the in the future. Um, like I think that like some of the stuff from the movies is going to make it into the games, just because like I have historical evidence of that having taken place previously. So. Uh, you know, we'll see. But I'm excited to watch it. Evidence. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to watch it though. It's um, it it looked cool. I like the I I only know one person. I only I'm only familiar with the dude who plays Sub Zero. Uh, but I've seen his other movies, and all his other movies are dope. So I'm excited. Um, the guy who plays Jax. Uh, I know him from doing Supergirl. He played Jimmy Olsen. Okay. Um. Um. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it looks uh, it looks it looks like a fun movie, and like just it looks like a, I think people like I think this is my stance on like video game movies, comic movies, or whatever. If it's a fun movie, then just enjoy it. You know, it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be one hundred percent accurate. Like all the stuff is fake anyway. None of the stuff actually happened. It's fine, right? So just like whatever. It's not historically accurate. <laughs> my reptile was not a reptile. <laughs> yeah. He just called himself that, but then he took his face off and he was a reptile. Like, look, if you if if you haven't played Mortal Kombat 2, I would I I invite you to look up to look up Reptile's fatality and watch him take that mask off his gecko head. And it's cuz then you will then you will see gecko head. Like he's got this dumbass gecko head in that game and then you will see how not big of a deal this is. It's fine. I'm just imagining the the Geico gecko like underneath. <laughs> I mean, basically, right? It's like it's basically that. And like and in like I think about it like this. It could either be I'm a, I have a pretty good idea of what he probably looks like in that movie. I haven't looked it up, but I have based on your description, I have a pretty good idea of how he looks in that movie. Um he's CGI. Yeah. He's a giant lizard thing. Well, well like uh, what what I but like imagine imagine this, right? Okay, let's say that they did it the way that these other people are saying that they should. Like, you should just be a ninja. Imagine watching that movie and watching him take his his rubber mask off to reveal a lizard head underneath, and how ridiculous that would have been. So. So, they have 
there's no like there's no mask. I mean, you're right. You're right. I, I'm not gonna say anymore to like. Yeah. But uh, I mean, yeah. Watch the movie. Uh, if any of y'all think that I am wrong, um, you can tell me why. I won't agree with you, <laughs> but go ahead. Like a, up on Discord a, and a, me. a fun movie is a fun uh, movie. At the end of the day, a fun movie is a fun movie, and that's all that should matter. I'm gonna say I. I'm gonna say I have more fun watching this movie than Godzilla vs. King Kong. Oh, that much. Shanae Howard with the hot takes. Like everybody's gaga over that movie, uh, so I haven't seen either movie, so I, I don't know. I, I thought the movie was fine. I didn't. I I didn't think it was like super fun. Yeah. I liked the first Godzilla more, uh, but um, or the Godzilla King of the Monsters. That's the very first. But this week you did want to talk about something that was not about the games we played or yeah. my hot take. Sure. Uh, yeah. So um, last week we talked about. Um, we talked mostly about questions that we like questions that we would ask publishers and developers about some questionable decisions that they made around development or marketing or what have you. Um, that was kind of a um, to the best term I can think of is the, is a modification of the of the topic that I had proposed. Um, but you know, I went with it, and it turned out to be a pretty good conversation. So you know, so so be it. But. Um, when I, what I really wanted to talk about last week, though, was um, I wanted to talk about, I don't know, the things that video games have given us, right? The things that our favorite video games have given us. And, and, and it's not just, not something direct, like, well, they gave me a great game to play. Like, no, I just, I mean, like, more in, like, the, like the, the abstract, really, um, and the ways that, like, they have positively affected our lives, you know? Um, and so... Like, and I have a lot of games that I've played over the last 30 years um, that kind of, that really affected me in ways that, like, I maybe wasn't aware of at the time in every case, but looking back, have kind of molded who I, uh, or molded how I've engaged with um, this this hobby of mine, Um and, and also different ways that, like, these games have spoken to me, I feel, on a very personal level. Um, so I think that I'll, I'm going to get this one out of the way because uh, it's probably – I want to get the really heavy one out of the way because I, I don't I want I don't want to end it on a, on a heavy note or anything. But, okay, so, um, so No Man's Sky, which is a game that you guys have heard me talk about many times over the last – Five five years since that game has come out, um, so I think that I think that when No Man's Sky came out was during probably one of the most difficult part times of my life. Um, I was just really depressed, um, and I was having just like just the worst time, you know, and. Um, I wasn't in a good place mentally. I was like, definitely not. Uh, and I was really, really bad place emotionally. And like, I'm not going to get too deep into it, but, um, I was in a really, like, I was in a really bleak spot at that point in my life. Like, it's just like, it was just a really, really dark time for me. Um, and no man's sky came up, came about, um, kind of when I feel like I needed it the most. And this topic was supposed to be about like, talking to these developers and telling them how these games have affected us. And I thought about how 
I wanted to like what I wanted what I would have wanted to say to Hello Games if I had the chance to talk to them. And um I feel like that in in a few different ways that game kind of saved my life because I when it came out like I wasn't really I couldn't really play it um the mo- like in the, like in a really dedicated way because like I just had like a lot of shit going on in my head and it was really hard to focus on it. But then so at launch it's not the game that it is now. <laughs> Well, or even the game it was like six months after the launch. Yeah, well, even still though, right? Like, I think that like, I think like when it like when it when it first came out, like it was hard for me to focus on just because I just there was so much going on with me, right? And then I like a few like a couple like a few weeks after the game came out, um, I was like, you know what? I really need like a distraction. I really need to like I really need to get away for a little while. And where's the best place to go to get away? Outer space. So that's where I went, right? Outer space, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I think that at that point in my life, I was really just like, um, I was very much in a "what is the point of anything" kind of mindset. Um, and that game gave me, I, I, I think it helped me re- like reconnect me with the curious part of myself and the part of myself that. Um, helped me to be inspired, helped me to see wonder in things. And I think that there was a lot of just like kind of getting lost in the game and then just like finding these pockets of happiness with like seeing different planets and seeing like all these little like in even even in this part in in the stage of the of that game's development where it what definitely like you said definitely wasn't what it is now it didn't have as many systems at work it still had it it still got to see all these things that kind of made me it gave me something to look forward to um and it it made me feel like you know what maybe maybe there's maybe there is a light at the end of this tunnel and maybe you know i can find a way forward and one of the things that no man's sky helped me to think about is like the eight like the the nature of existence and the the cost of discovery and i think about how much it cost me to discover a lot of different things about myself and um but now no man's sky has just blossomed into this beautiful, amazing thing. And it's this thing that I share with people that I love. It's this thing that I, that for months and months I shared with my wife and it's something that we connect, we, that we have connected over many times. It's something that I still connect with people on. Um, and just became this awesome thing that they, that they've made. And I think about like, um, when that game first came out and like the controversy and like the whole thing with that whole dust up from, from the launch of that game. And the response to that game was very much like it read to me, like, Hey, like this isn't like, this is like, this is, this isn't the way that we want you to see this. And we want to make, we want to show you the way we want to show you this game, the way that we want it, that we meant for you to see it. Cause we want you to love it as much as we do. That's how the response read to me. 
And if so, if I could, if I could talk to Hello Games now, if I had the chance to like meet them in person and talk to them, um, I would just tell them like how much this game means to me and how much it's given me. Uh, I feel like it, and it helped me to. I feel like in in some ways it gave me my life back. Um, I feel like it helped me to be where I am now. Because uh, I think that, like, I have all this great shit now in my life, you know? I have, like, I've got a family. You know, I've got... You got the PS5? I got the PS5. Thanks to you guys, I got to, I got to the PS5. Thank you. Uh, but no, it's just, like, it's been... It's, it's inspired me, right? And so because of that, like, I think that and there's there's always been an ever growing part of me that wanted to uh uh create something and give some people something that would make them happy and bring them closer together um and i think that's like been like the core thing behind anything that i have ever made um and i think now that if i if i were to make something anything uh, I'd want it to be, I want it to be something that gives to people what Hello Games gave to me when they made No Man's Sky. Um, and yeah, I think that's probably like the most significant, uh, the most significant like example of a game giving me something. So. Uh, earlier. Uh, and your example, I for, I'm blanking right now. If you can look it up, because I can't, I don't have anything on me to look it up. But uh, the people who developed Divinity Two Original Sin, yeah, um, like me and Berto have been together for a hot minute. Yeah, it's been ten years. And Larian Studios. Yeah, Larian Studios. Yes, it is. Yeah. They they haven't made like a whole bunch to be honest. Yeah. Uh, last I looked them up, but um, that's the first game that like in ten years that me and Bertolo both played like together. Yeah. Like we're not we're not like you and like you're and wife. Like we uh we're into very different games, and I just I he doesn't enjoy the way that I play games. He I don't enjoy the way that he plays games. Sure. And. Like, we've tried RPGs, we've tried other stuff, and it's just, like, it doesn't really work out. But, like, Divinity, it's so well-made. It's, like, I've said it before, but it is like D&D, like, became a video game. And it's the only – the game video game I feel like it's the most similar to D&D. Right. And, like, which is the ability to play however you want. And I would – and, like, I think I mentioned before when I was really into the game, um, you know, they have all these things called gift bags that people have made. They've, like, made it part of the game as far as, like, mods go. And I don't know. I just, like, I think that that would be a really interesting team to talk to about, like, how well produced it is. Like, their thoughts on, like, from the writers when they were making it, um, how they feel about all the way that people break their game. Yeah. And still have super a lot of fun with it. Like, I think I told you, like, somebody, like, put all their stats and, like, uh in uh telekinesis right and they just kept putting trunks instead of tr inside of trunks until something was like three thousand pounds and they're just demolishing <laughs> people with it yeah 
And I mean, they made that into the game. Like there has to be some idea behind it. Right. And I just like, I, all the fandom, everybody that is in it, like they just, I, I mean, I get into a lot of fandoms. Like I, I talk about like quite often, like a good fandom will make me into a game better yeah. or into a game more. Sure. Yeah. And I just, I, it's just, it's a slightly different feel to the divinity original sin, like fandom than any other ones that I'm into. Probably because it's not as massive as the other ones that I've talked about in the past. Yeah. But um, I just think it'd be super interesting. I want to know whether I want to know where their um, like references are for like the, some of the character designs because like some of them really bother me, but other ones I absolutely love. And I just want to know like why do the elves' stomach have those lines? I fucking who, hate it. Why? Who why are those people? Those lizard people with the long necks. Who are they? Uh, I heard the name of it, but like, but it's like the red prince. Yeah. Is, like, the, yeah. Is the default character for that. Um, uh, I think, I mean, that's all super interesting. Like you, you meet the like princess and there's like a whole prophecy around him. Yeah. And then like in the very beginning and when you're in that camp or on like that Island, like you meet like the dreamer and like the whole, like them going into these dream realm things is very interesting. All the ideas by the gods, like. I, I mean, of course they had the first game, but like, I just really want to know where some of these things like really came from. Cause it's just like, this is the D and D game that I want to play. Right. I, can I have a, bo- a campaign book of your shit? Like what? Yeah. <laughs> I know y'all made some. Uh, and I, I think on there just cause like, I, I do think that they would be a really interesting group, but I also just like, I want to know what it is about that game that both me and him who have like, he is very competitive. Yeah. He is he is very he's very apparently very much like you he doesn't go and check out every box in yeah. any rpg he doesn't go and like any like explore anything and i'm like hey but i was exploring and i found like a million gold Th- that's exactly why that, would you that is ex- why would you not why would <laughs> that you is not exactly explore? what what my wife says because she'll be like i mean you don't like to explore stuff but look how much money more money i have than you i'm like okay i got it i get it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it's just like it, he hates it, and he so he'll just like sit there and wait for me. Yeah, and so like I try to free it up, and then I feel rushed, and then or like, and then like I I just I winning doesn't mean that I that's the only way I have fun. Sure, like I don't like I can easily lose every single match of like Halo or whatever. Yeah. Yes, I don't find it fun like whenever I'm playing against like a team that's like at least like for like shooters and stuff like that. Playing against a team that's like really good at the game and I can't move. Like I just instant kill over and over and over again. Yeah, that's frustrating. But like if you guys like want to compete against each other and I'm gonna go like run around and see if I can hop over this flower, like I'm gonna go do that. Yeah. And like, and I'm gonna have just as much fun even if the team loses. I'm gonna, and like, it's just like, it's just no. If it's not, if he's not winning, he's not having fun. Sure. And I and and it's really funny because he plays WoW, so it's so funny hearing him get mad after uh, like raids and stuff. And sure. Like, yeah. Sometimes you, I'm like, sometimes your team just wipes. Yeah. Like it just happens. Like it just it just happens every like over and over again for four hours. It's just it's what it is, dude. Like I I don't know. Like it's just I want to know more about that game and the thought process to see if I can find more similar things that maybe me and him can find like an understanding on. Yeah. Cause like it's been, it's been really exciting to play like or, up until his 
graphics card broke. <laughs> but it's been really exciting to be able to play games with yeah. him and us. Like we played like the the Phantom game. We played like a Fall Guys together now and then. But like at least with like those, you're not. We're not. We can't play them all the time, nor do we want to. This is the first like real game. I don't know. I. I think that team's very interesting. They don't have a lot of games in their history, and I just want to know where all their backgrounds came from to collaborate. Yeah, um, and it's 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 funny, right? Because like, I think about like other games that are like that, where they give you so much freedom to kind of just ultimately play the game the way that you want to play the game. Like they don't try to like shoehorn you into playing the game a very like their specific way. Um, and I've always found games like that fascinating. Like I was talking to somebody about Minecraft recently. And I was thinking about like how many developers do you think have been created because like by Minecraft? You know, like how many people do you think like played Minecraft? And was like you know what I want to do this. I want to make games, right? And like I think about Minecraft too, like in the way that like it's that game. Like they don't tell you how to play the game. You know, like you can like the game. Like I remember I played that game like as a as a farming sim for like three weeks just because like that's all I wanted to do. And I wanted to grow shit. You know, and so like thinking about like you playing Divinity and like you exploring and finding different ways to interact with the game and kind of different ways to kind of uh, make the systems work in a way that makes the game more fun for you is really cool. Um, yeah, that, that you like, practice that creativity. Uh, like oh yeah, no, there's a bunch of things that he's like. I had no idea this was here. Yeah. And, and it was because it was like me being like, hey, I want to get to this ledge. I see that I can step on this ledge. <laughs> we have teleport. What, what skills do we have? What skills do we got? Yeah. Okay, we got we got 15 teleports. All right, we're going from here to here to here. Yeah. And you got to push me up there. And then I will, and then I'll, I'll use my little teleport thing and it'll bring you up there with me. Yeah. And then we go and then I'm like, hey, there's an entire area over here. He's like, I had no idea that area was there. I was like, yeah. He said, "Jump around, man." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like. And so I think that's also. I think part of the reason that he also enjoyed it is because he's played it before, so it yeah. wasn't like he was like, "Oh, I want to get to the next thing." Yeah. And I, and he hadn't played it with some of the expansion and like gift bag things on there, the deal, not DLC, but uh, bots or addition. I guess some of it's DLC. Right. But um, yeah. So I don't know. It's. I just I can't think of any other game that really hits the mark the way it does. Because, sure. like, even though some people may argue there's, like, optimized builds, there's there's no optimized builds. Right. There's nothing... Nothing like that. Yeah. Well, because I think, I think that if there were, that kind of... That kind of detracts from the idea of playing the game that you want to play it, right? And creating the kind of character that you want to create, right? Um, I think balancing the game in a way that, like, doesn't punish you for like creating this character class that you thought of and just kind of just like lets you go with it is, is probably just the best way to go. I mean, or being so unbalanced, it's still fun. Right. Like, cause I, I think there's, there's definitely, there's definitely something to be said about like finding ways to break a game. Right. And like, and uh, just making yourself like more powerful as a result of it. Um, can you still have fun and and play this entire game when you've broken it? Yeah, awesome. Then it's then it's, then it's a well then it's a well made yeah well made well made break. And I don't know. And I think that's like I, I just I can't imagine that every all the different ways to break that game and make things like work in different ways just wasn't intentional. Sure, I think they like they probably I'm sure there's like 
they accounted for that possibility, right? Where like it's like if you give people this much, if you make this game so free form and design, and give people this much flexibility and freedom with the characters that they create, then at some point someone is going to find a way to put all those things together in the right way to just make themselves like just completely unbalance the game, and it's fine, right? Because as long as you're, as long as the, as long as whoever is doing it is having fun, then you know what's the harm. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I could definitely see that, and like especially for someone like you who, who has a, like a, a a large enthusiasm for like tabletop gaming, like pen and paper gaming, like being able to put that in, because I I'm I'm I've never played a game of D and D in my entire life, but I am I am willing to I'm willing to wager that it's a lot easier to spin up Divinity Two than to get people together for a D&D game. So, uh... But it's also, like, you can't put... If you have any history of playing D&D or Pathfinder or a pen and paper tabletop games, there's just no way that you can play a Divinity and not feel, like, and not see where obviously some of the references are from there when it comes to the ideas and things that you can do. Right. And I just... Give me those reference notes, man. I just <laughs> yeah. So if like if you could um if you could take like that stuff from like like their their rule book or what have you from uh Divinity, you would want to like craft your own kind of tabletop experience with that. Oh, I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, or if like uh if someone because I imagine some of them probably have to have like homebrewed stories. Yeah. Because there's like you can buy the campaign books with like you know them, or you can you know make your own homebrewed stuff with like the set rules. And I just feel like there's got to be some prototypes or some other stories for like the characters uh, they made, and also the game itself. And if they want to give me like those notes, sure. and then I will make a tabletop game based off of them. <laughs> fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, but like. I also just, like, would love to know, because, I mean, there has to be books that are references. I mean, there's a lot of things in there that aren't, like, genre-redefining. Right. Um, but they're just done in such interesting ways where you want to replay the game so you can play each character, so you right. can see each thing. Um, I love that, like, when you're in Divinity, your character has, like, a god that you're, like, the champion for them. Or antagonist. Yeah. in the character. Yeah. But, uh, like... Yeah, like, it's just, it's, the relationship each character has with their god is different. Like, it's just all so well done. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and, you know, I, I think that, I think that one of those games, games that, like, make you feel that way, right? The games that make you feel, like, it's very, it's rare for me, right? Where I feel, where I, where I play a game where I'm just, like, I'm just, I'm feeling, like, joy playing this right like like actual joy like am i happy well like it's different right it's like because you're there's there's games that are where that are, where you're entertained and then there's then there's that rare game where you're like actively happy while you're playing it um and so it's like it's really like really really like it's really important when that when that game when you like when you get a hold of a game like that um and that because it's happened really rarely for me, right? Like I like there are many many games that have entertained me, but very few games where I'm just like sitting there like smiling like, smiling like an idiot the whole time. Um, are, like 
good portion of the time because i imagine that's you with persona especially this last run oh man <laughs> so like I, I read something on reddit that was just like uh i've learned that um like if someone like if someone tells you that they just finished their first persona game then you know you got to cut them some slack because they're going through some shit <laughs> <laughs> And that's how I felt like I was oh, I just like moped man. around for like a few days. It's just like I mean there's a there's a reason that the first time I finished Persona 5, I immediately started New Game Plus. Yeah. Cuz I was like I'm not done. I'm not ready yeah. to give this up. I'm not like so I played I think a good like portion like halfway through on the New Game Plus and I dropped that. But uh, yeah, no, I just I wasn't ready. Yeah, I wasn't ready. <laughs> yeah, and I've I've got Persona Five Strikers like sitting there, like just because I'm I'm saving it for like when I really really start to miss them. I'm saving it for like like when I when it gets to be too much and I wanna I wanna go on a new adventure with them. But but uh, after finishing this, I might hit up more Shimigami Tensei games and Persona yeah. games and like just because I do like that series. I like other games. I also really want to find a way to play Third Birthday, yeah. but uh, I don't know. There's a there's a. I mean, I know that's a, I know third I know Third Birthday is Square, not like Atlas. I was just saying, like yeah. once I finish Persona, like in the same genre. Yeah. So there is a um, which one is it? I think it's Devil Summoner. Uh, well, there's De- Devil. There's Devil, uh, Digital Devil Saga, Digital Survivor, and then... Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so, not Devil Saga. It was actually Nocturne. So, Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne is got a HD, HD remaster for the PS4. So, I have it for PS2, but, now, I mean, now it's got trophies. So. <laughs> now I can be graded on how good I am. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> I think it's super funny that you've got turned to this like trophy hunter. Well, like that's all, that's all my wife's doing, right? Like, because uh, she, you know, I told you, like she, like we played Ghost of Tsushima, and she was like, "I'm gonna get the platinum in this," and I was like, "You know what? Me too." And then, like, then I just kept doing it. <laughs> now I just do that now. Uh, I know it's just it's very cute, especially the fact that you both do it together. Yeah, um, but she always gets she always hers trophies always first. I don't know. It's because she's always poked around and like gone to off areas and like figured out how those things work. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, she just, I don't know. She's she's got like she's more focused than I am with that stuff. But I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. She's just really good at it. But um, it's it's just it's funny though because like uh, she talked to me about um. Cause she the the version of Persona Five that she played that she played through is the same one that you initially played through is uh, the vanilla version, and she was talking. Oh, Yeah, she was talking to me about how like she couldn't like like it kind of for a while it kind of ruined other games for her and like that's what happened to me like I I like for a few days like I was like I don't want to play anything I just I want to forget Persona Five and then go through that again that's what I want to do. I because it. <laughs> uh... Man, and then, like, the fact that, like, none of that, or at least none of the words, I don't know any of the words to them, but, like, all the songs are so catchy, but like, oh, yeah. I can't sing them. So, I just, like, there's, like, times where I just, like, have, like, the little beat in my head while sure. I'm at work and I'm just typing, and it's like, dun, 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 <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, like, you know, I've, uh, and like I booted up games where I'm just like, 
I don't want to listen to this. <laughs> I want to go back to Persona. <laughs> well, like I, I'm starting, to, I'm starting to feel that spark again with uh, with Final Fantasy 15. Like, cause like it's not, it's not a good, it's not an equal replacement, right? But like I'm back with my but, boys. But they're, but they're your boys. Yeah, I'm back with they're my boys. boys. It's kind of like, those boys. So I just like I think that the best way to describe how I felt after Persona 5 was like I felt like I just like I felt like I just went through a breakup. Right. And so every breakup that I've gone through, every breakup that I've gone through, like I hang out with my boys and while I'm hanging out with my boys, I feel better. Right. And that's like I'm hanging out with, I'm hanging out with, I'm hanging out with Noctis, Ignis, Gladiolus and uh, Prompto. And like they're, they're helping me feel better. But when, I, when they're not around, though, I kind of get sad again. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. But. You know, I, uh, you know, I, yeah, that's kind of like, I think that, uh, I think, you know, in closing, I think that like, it is important, I think, to find, uh, to find that, to find that thing that speaks to you, um, in a way that. Kano's Australian accent. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, baby. Um. <laughs> It's just, it's great. I love Kano's accent. It's just so funny. Uh, but like, no, but like to find things that like, that speak to you and like inspire you. And it doesn't even have to be video games, right? It could like be a book or music or movies or anything, right? Just like find something that. Or a YouTube channel. Or a YouTube channel. Like just find something that, that, in, that inspires you and makes you feel, um, that makes you feel better in a way that maybe you didn't know you needed. Um, and I think that a lot of people are trying to. I think that with the way that we consume entertainment, uh, I think that a lot of people are like looking for something that makes them feel subs- like makes that gives them some kind of substantial kind of emotional feedback. Because I think that like we stream stuff and then like we 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 like we binge we binge shows and then we like or we like or we look at you know or we thumb through like social media sites or whatever and we're looking for something to. On one hand, like we're just in the short term, we're looking for entertainment. I think right, but like I think that long-term like the better investment is the just the seeking out of something that makes you feel like really like makes you feel like more in touch with something that maybe you hadn't that maybe a part of yourself that you've neglected for a while um and it's important to find those things and then not only not only cherish them and hold on to them but to spread them to like spread the word about those things to other people and let them know about it because maybe you might you might be helping someone else out. You know, you might be you might be giving that to someone else and not realizing it. Um, but also, like it, you talking about things that you love and sharing them, whether the person ends up being like it or not, it still hit, gives your brain those hits of dopamine. Yeah. And also, it might, and with that being positive thinking, whether they end up liking the same thing you do or not, it is like a reminder to those around you to also like. Think about the things that they enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Positivity, bringing positivity, or positivity, I don't say bringing, I had a better word. It wasn't the gets positivity, but whatever. It's <laughs> not important. Well, like, they, 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 there are, you know, there are studies that have shown that happiness spreads in a similar way to a virus, right? And when you bring happiness to other people and when you bring happiness into a situation and that spreads to other people and then they will, then they will in turn spread that to other people. 
And I think that finding ways that I think finding things that make people happy and bring them together are like super important, especially in a time where people are so disparate and so divided by, you know, a lot of different things, uh, either ideologies or bullshit opinions about pop culture or what have you. I think income. (laughs) Yeah. Income, which is like the big one, especially in this country. Um, but I think that finding finding things that like make people happy and bring them together and help them to connect over um, over things like that is really just that's the move, you know. And that's that's what I think is going to give us longevity as like I don't know, like as a species, you know. Um, but that's just what I think. Um, either way, and opposable thumbs, and opposable thumbs. We need those. <laughs> Um, because without them, we are no longer apex predators and we become prey, but, um, that's it. <laughs> you know, that's, you know, that's, that's, those are my thoughts. Thank you for indulging me. Of course. Um, thanks for letting me, um, really talk about a game I love again too. <laughs> yeah. And I think, I think honestly, like, I think, I think that there's more room for that. I think there's like, cause like. It's nice to have things that you're excited about, right? You know, it's nice to, like, be enthusiastic about things and, like, be happy about things, you know? Like, and to, ha- to, have, people, know, to have people be a sounding board for that feels really good. That sucks. But yeah, was there any, um, besides you love love and positivity good, play No Man's Sky, get us into yeah. curios- curiosity. Yeah. Uh, if you... If you are married, um, play Divinity 2. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it will save your marriage, I promise. <laughs> uh, it's just going to be a nice, fun hobby that both of you are going to enjoy, yeah. weirdly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> where no no game is done before. Um, but uh, if you guys want to listen to us on anything else that you're, other than you're currently listening to, we're on Instagram. We are on we are on Instagram, but sure. we are on YouTube. Yep. We're on most podcast apps. Yep. Uh, like the Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes. We also have a Discord if you want to come at me and tell me about why uh, Mortal Kombat is awful and why I'm wrong. Sure. Um, like I said, I won't listen. Or do... well, I mean, I'll listen. I just won't agree with you. <laughs> uh... <laughs> and mm, bye, guys. Bye.